0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. One of the biggest obstacles to building more homes is the lack of ready infrastructure, i.e. cabling, sewers as well as roads and lighting. There's a new company which commissions construction companies to provide key infrastructure for housing. It's called the Housing Infrastructure Services Company or Hisco, and it was formed by a joint venture between the Irish Strategic Investment Fund alongside Cork County Council. Only this week a new project was launched by the Tornish to Hall Martin in Ballyvolane in Cork City, and Niall Morrissey is the chief executive of Hisco is on the line. Good morning, Niall. Good morning, Joe. Hisco will be fairly new to some of our listeners, but has a very important role. Can you tell us more about what Hisco does?
1: Yeah, thanks, Joe. Yeah, it's a very unusual collaboration, first of all, in terms of our shareholding, uh, which is a collaboration, as you mentioned, between Cork County Council and the Ireland Strategic Investment Fund. But very important to say from, stay from the off is that we deliver the services on a national remit. So it's not just Cork, it's, it's, it's nationally we deliver and uh, a testament to that is the fact that we're delivering a ring road now in, in Drada as well as uh, providing infrastructure to Kenny and Bantry and Cork City as I mentioned. So the model is pretty simple. Um, Hisco um, analyzes all the costs involved in delivering a piece of infrastructure. So, for example, with the ring road in Drada, uh, that's the construction cost and all the cost of putting the professional team together. And um, that cost is then divided among the benefiting developers. And in Drada, we are working with Joe Riley and Lorcan Greenan, where we are going to deliver 1301 units. The overall fees are divided into a fee per unit. And then the unique element of the service is that that fee is not payable until the house or apartment uh, sale is closing. And it's only on the date the sale is closing that the fee is payable. So it gives a cash flow break for the developers. and does. So so just so we
0: understand how it works, Niall, um, you borrow money from ISIF or the Irish Strategic Investment Fund. They give you kind of a normal loan with normal market rates or preferential market rates. You then use that money to contract contractors and you don't get paid until the housing unit, be that an apartment or a house or a road, is delivered.
1: That's exactly it. So we have various products and offer from the Irish Strategic Investment Fund. At, at quite competitive rates and uh, yes that's exactly the money i use then to pay the professionals pay the contractors and in the usual method on a monthly basis because hisco directly engages all of those contractors and professionals and yes uh, we then wait and have patience until the day the unit is sold before we recoup the fee perhaps so it does give a cash flow break for the developers and delivers much needed infrastructure that that is blocking uh, residential development throughout the country
0: which is an important uh, political as well as housing issue for so many people, is it a not-for-profit business or are you aiming to make a profit and return that profit to taxpayers?
1: So Hisco has been set up as a private limited company, so we do have to make some sort of return for our our shareholders. But the, the the more important thing here is that we are a vehicle to use the monies on offer from the Ireland Strategic Investment Fund uh to deliver infrastructure and this is infrastructure that is that uh has not been able to secure state funding and that's the key thing if if it's not able to secure uh, state funding hisco can move in and and deliver the piece of infrastructure and i and we have we have we are looking at projects right throughout the country dublin galway cork you know kildare right all around the country at the moment Joe, which potentially have the the ability to unlock up to fifty thousand residential units throughout the country. So Hisco's impact can be can be and will be massive. And that, to, uh, to, uh, in, in only our short uh, history to date, we're already delivering in excess of 2,300 units.
0: And you were set up just before the pandemic. And of course, you were stymied then in 2020, I presume.
1: Well, yeah, we, we got on with our, our back office work in terms of setting up our financial models and our our legal security requirements. But uh, yes, I suppose the development community was in a state of suspension, I suppose, at that moment. And, and for those couple of years, trying to see what the, the COVID-19 pandemic would do. So in terms of, of of developers deciding to go on site, there was a, there was a pause around that time. But look, it, we're, we're back. It's definitely back. I certainly get the feeling from all our um, communications at the moment that developers uh, have the appetite to get back into the market. There is a huge demand, as we all know. And I, I think the, the pipeline of, pro, of projects is really, really strong at the moment. Do
0: you have to worry about NIMBYs and planning permission issues? Uh, generally speaking, we get involved
1: once the p- planning approval has been has been put in place, and therefore I suppose we are not particularly getting involved. In the you know the objections that come about now, okay, somewhat frustratingly, and you know, it is the system that's there, so it's it, it, it's it is it is as it is. But I would count up to seven or eight of my projects at the moment, which are held up due to judicial reviews going on around the country. But I suppose it's up to the developers themselves to fight those judicial reviews and and get to the end of that process. So Hispa doesn't get directly involved. But yet it is frustrating when you know you can make a difference, you know you can support residential development, and yet there's a year, 18 months, 24 months being added to these projects while we wait decisions in terms of judicial reviews.
0: Now, we saw in 2022 a soaring cost inflation, uh, not just um, from interest rates, but the, the input costs soared for builders at the end of 2021. That must have affected your business.
1: I suppose, yes, of course it is in terms of the, the all the rising costs uh, must be put through the, the, the schemes and all the rest. But I suppose what we've sat down with our contractors is, is to try to, as best we can, lower the risk in terms of, of the increased costs um, due to the various um, events going on around the world. And uh, you know, contractors uh, are generally quite pragmatic when it comes to these kind of things, and once there's a, a, a meeting of minds both sides of the table, we've been able to settle our costs and give, our, give our, ourselves and our ultimate clients, the developers, certainty in, in terms of that. So I think, we've, we yes, costs have gone up, but certainly we've found a way of, of, of bringing certainty to each of the, the development projects we're involved in.
0: Now, Hisco doesn't actually physically build these roads or install these lightings for 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 homes and apartments. It gets other companies to do that. But are they telling you that they are struggling to find staff?
1: I have to say, Joe, no, that's not my experience. Uh, we have really good, strong contractors all around the country that we've engaged to deliver our projects. And uh, nobody has come to me saying they have a difficulty with securing the, the various trades or or the professions required. So, And that's not something we're seeing. I know that's a lot of commentary about that in the general industry. But at the moment, in terms of our project, it's not something that's hindering delivery for for Hisco.
0: So when it comes to housing, is it local authorities and governments that need to approach Hisco or is it developers that need to approach Hisco when they need something built?
1: It's all of the above. So we we have a lot of communications with developers, which ultimately will be our clients. But we we need to get at the projects by speaking uh, uh, with local authorities who have their fingers on the pulse when it comes to where the infrastructure blockages are. So particularly the executives in local authorities and the planning teams is who we try to speak to on a regular basis to determine where these blockages are. But it's, it's, it's the developers ultimately will be paying our fees. So we, we really try to keep in touch with them all the time. And we invite, you know, um, queries to come in as early as possible in, in advance of planning, if at all possible, so we can get discussions going, because all of these projects are quite um, complex and take time in terms of, particularly when the statutory consents like CPOs or part-day plannings have to go through. So the earlier you discuss um, your projects with us, the better. And, and, you know, all our contact details are on hisco.ie. So um, come at us as, as early as possible and discuss projects as quickly as possible with us.
0: Well, best of luck with the project. I think everybody wants you to succeed. And that's Niall Morrissey, the Chief Executive of the Housing Infrastructure Services Company, or HISCO.